0: In Smashing Game Time, we are two brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Across from me at this wooden desk right here that is covered in airhead sourness is my brother, Josh.
1: This episode is sponsored by Airheads.
0: No, it is not. Do not let him say that it's sponsored by airhead. It's
1: not, but it is our snack of the night. Um uh, Nick, what are you drinking?
0: Uh, I'm drinking a uh, 2023 uh, S Pellegrino. Uh, you know, it, I like the way it fizzes on the back of my mm-hmm. tongue. And, you know, it just makes me feel warm inside. And uh, when I have the shits, it really calms my stomach down.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's fantastic. I'm actually drinking a 2022 Coca-Cola Zero Sugar.
0: Wait a minute. You offered... So he came here, if you're if you're listening, he came here with two Coca-Colas. He offered me one. They're Coke Zeros. But when he offered them to me, he offered them to me as Coke. So I'm kind of pissed now that you're offering me a Coke Zero. What's wrong with a Coke Zero? You presented it as a Coke.
1: What's wrong with a Coke Zero? And,
0: like, you know, like when you think you have water, but you accidentally get Sprite or the other way around. I would have been pissed if I thought, like, yeah, I'll take a Coke. Oh, that's a Coke Zero, you son of a bitch.
1: What's wrong with Coke Zero?
0: It's just, it's flat. It's zero sugar. It's got aspartame. That's still sugar. That is still sugar. Technically, zero sugar. Mm, Technically, it's not. Hey, you're probably wondering, why are they at this fucking desk? It is our 100th episode. That's right. We know how to count. We haven't really been, you know, keeping track of the numbers in the episode. Like, we don't know. I never come out and say, like, oh, this is episode 98. or No, there's times it?
1: you've brought up and you're like, I think this is like, a, no, maybe that's after the recording. I didn't think about it. Maybe. Either
0: way. Either way, but we can count. It's episode 100. We figured we'd do something special for it. Uh, yeah. So we're here. We're at the desk. We're going to do a normal episode. If there's something of value that you'll want to see on the screen, we'll put it up uh like the meme later on i don't even know if i'm gonna put the edits in with like the old and eh, we'll do the old news right yeah this comes out there's, monday. yeah
1: eh, there's yeah. no news though this week really i mean
0: by the time this comes out monday the nom the game award nominees will be old news okay
1: that's true that's fair
0: old news uh so hey top of the show what do i usually do here oh yeah hey we're a trident network podcast Go check out our siblings. Uh, more more about them later. We'll save that for the end of the show. Uh, go find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're over there on Spotify for podcasts. If you're a podcaster, you know what I'm talking about. We're also on Podbean. We're on the YouTube, where you probably can see us right now at this beautiful desk.
1: we at your local library, too. We're
0: at your local library. Believe it or not, they have us on vinyl at your local library. Go okay. check it out. Uh, fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. That's right. Word of mouth is king here. I can't tell if I'm looking at the camera. I can't tell if I'm looking at the camera too much. I don't know. Can we, can we get that camera out of this room? It's no. making me nervous. We have to keep it up. It's, it's making me nervous. Well, get out they Just
1: here. don't look at it. Make eye contact. Get him out of here. Do you think it's naked? Get...
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> so I was watching regular show with Gus and they were, they were, uh, what's the guy's name? Pops. Yeah. The big head. He had to give a speech, and they're like, pretend everyone's naked. He's like, I don't want to do that. And then they're like, okay, just spin around. He's like, I don't want to do that either. He's like, Well, what do you want to do? Spin around or think about people naked? He's like, I guess I'll spin around. But it's also funny because it's uh, the, the raccoon and the bird that are talking to him Mordecai and Rigby. Mordecai and Rigby. Thank you. Uh, and I don't know why I pointed the camera. I, don't I gotta know why you didn't either. I got to stop doing it. But, uh, They say, hey, think of people are naked. And he looks down at their crotch, but they're like always naked. And it's just like the flatness of their crotch. And I I don't know. It was the dumbest thing that made me laugh. I mean, it's a
1: regular show. It's a fantastic cartoon. If you haven't watched it and you're an adult, you're not, I mean, like, you're going to miss out. It's fantastic. Watch it. It is
0: so much fun. I think I like it better than Adventure Time now.
1: I still like Adventure Time, though. Adventure Time is still good.
0: I think Adventure Time gets too serious for me sometimes. I'm I like, can see ah, that. Does regular show get serious? It doesn't seem not like not really. It gets no, they're more
2: just fuck around.
0: <laughs> like regular show kind of reminds me of Total Drama Island and just how like fucky it gets. Yeah, and how just like stupid the characters. I still are. think it's better
1: than Total Drama Island because his face. Total Drama Island was only good for like what two seasons.
0: Yeah, and it was weird because they did that thing where like contestants would like not be on a season, and I'm like, why? That's so weird. Why are you doing that? Like, I want, I like these characters. Keep them yeah, coming back. Keep them back. coming back. Yeah. Why would you get rid of them? That always that always bugs me. Cause I've liked the first season a lot. And then the second, was the second season the movie season? Yeah. And then the third season, I was just, I fell off so hard.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a reason why I quit showing. Same thing with Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends.
0: I forget about that one. That Everybody one, does. That was, that one had a weird overlap where it came at the, like, Etta and Nettie and all of them were ending. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, was that one kind of also at the end of like Billy and Mandy was yep. coming to an coming to an end. And so that one had that overlap where it was starting as those were ending and it was ending as like the adventure times and the regular uh, shows. No, it was and the ending. Balls.
1: It was ending at that weird time where they had um, those. Was it then they had the, my gym partners, a monkey. Was that cartoon network? Oh shit, that was them. I forgot. Yeah. So they had that weird phase where they had those and those didn't, Market as well. And then they went into Adventure Time, and uh, I, remember,
0: I remember the weird time where they were advertising very heavily. This one called Uncle Grandpa.
1: Yeah, that shit was fucking weird, and it was so
0: obnoxious. Like, I, I don't know if it's a bad show or not. I never watched it, but I just remember the the um, the commercials for it were very obnoxious. It kind of felt like they were going for like a human SpongeBob with him. Yes, and I was just like, I'm not vibing with this. I mean, first off,
1: if your name's Uncle Grandpa, you're fucking touching somebody. I mean, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's
0: Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, you know he's a. Can we say pedophile on YouTube?
1: Or can we dry? <laughs> we can <laughs> dry. <laughs> God damn it! Oh uh,
0: boy. Uh, you know it's funny we're talking about all these shows. I really haven't played much this week. I've only, the only game I've really touched at all this week was Thirsty Suitors, which I one hundred. I did not anticipate one hundred percenting it. But You know when you're like halfway through a game and you like, oh, I just got like a bunch of achievements and then you go and look at the achievement list, and you're like, oh, I've only got like...
1: Three or four left.
0: Three or four of these yep. left. I might as well do them. So away. I kid you not, I was laying in bed playing your Steam Deck, by the way, which you have to get before you leave here. Yeah, I know. That's why I said, where's my family? Oh, that's why you said, where's your <laughs> Give family? Give me back my family. I thought you were just doing a bit. No. <laughs> where's my Where's family? my family? Where's my family? Uh, no, so I'm laying in bed, and I fight one of the last suitors, and I'm like, okay, I know that I'm near the penultimate boss or I'm near the final boss. I've got about an hour left in the game. I think it was like 11 o'clock. And I look at the achievements and it's like, win 50 battles. And the the game's really good about tracking all your stats. So I was like, okay, how many battles have I won? 27. So I stayed up for an extra two hours and pumped out those last 23 battles. (laughs) And then there was another one where like, so in the game, I guess, I, it's a very good game. Uh, I didn't like, I wasn't gelling with it early on, but then as I started doing more stuff, I don't know, because, like, I was like, oh, you know, the skating's very light. It's so easy. It's so hard to fail. Ah, uh, the fighting is so easy. It's very light. It's so hard to fail. Ah, uh, the cook. But, like, there's just, I don't know. I just got into, like, my happy place as I was playing the game. So there is a, there is a... <laughs> Uh, an achievement for getting a, a million point uh, combo, mm. which isn't hard looking back at it, but I made it way harder. I kept trying to just build up my points that equal a thousand so I didn't have to count on a multiplier. I did that for an hour and failed. I, I, I would get to like 800,000 like multiple times. I'd be okay, I'm, I'm fucking doing this wrong. I need to rethink this. And I fucking, I was like, okay, oh, oh I get a multiplier for every time I do a different trick. In, in like a certain amount in a certain order, oh, I get a, uh, get a mult an extra multiplier if I touch different surfaces or right. if I do like a modifier to my trick. and I got it I start so I got that and I hit like a ninety multiplier, and I got it in like ten minutes, and I was so pissed at myself. I was like, you're kidding me, I did this for an hour, and then there was another thing there was another mode where you have these obstacles that you can do mm-hmm. so. For example, you can you can ollie and nollie in the game, or side side ollie as well. And there's this one where you can do it like so: you jump, and the platform has the board. What direction the board wants it to touch? It'll only the platform will only go up if you ollie nollie or do one of the sides. So you have to do that, yeah. and you're doing these jumps as you're doing that, and then uh, it gets it gets even harder because then it has like spinning things in between each platform that you're doing that that can knock you off. And so, like, these were so fucking hard. There was one where, like, so you have an ability where you you just flip around and turn around on your board. Yeah. And so there's the one where, okay, it has these rails. Imagine this is a rail. You're going, and then here's another rail. So you have to go, and then you reverse at the top of that one, hop on that one, reverse, and you had to do that a bunch, and they lined them up to where it kept getting harder. And this is probably the most fun I've had with like a challenging puzzle like that since Super Meat Boy. It was okay. it was a lot of fun. And then the story, oh man, like the story was very cheesy. It's very Scott Pilgrim versus the World. All your exes are pissed at you because you ran off three years ago to be with somebody else who you don't see at all. You don't see that person. So I think that's fine. But then there's another character, and this isn't Nick, like. Oh, the man that they mentioned. They should have brought that man back. Uh, this is your character. Uh, I think your character identifies as a woman. I don't, she might be gender fluid, but she dates. Uh, I think she's pan or bisexual. The, the game doesn't outright say it. But there's a character who doesn't really have any flux in your life, but mm-hmm. he's entering your life. He's marrying your sister. He's very like excited to meet you. As opposed to everyone else who, like, comes back and fucking hates your guts. So I kept wishing the game would introduce him so, like, there'd be a blank slate that didn't know how to feel about this guy. About um, about uh, Jala, he's the main character. And they just never introduced him, which I thought was a weird... It's, it's something that I was like, oh, this is going to happen in the ending. Like, your sister's wedding's happening, you're going to go to the wedding. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But there's an awesome boss fight at the end. I won't spoil it for anyone listening. It's... Boss, I I'm air quoting boss fight because it does a bunch of different things. I'd say it's thematically it's one of the most in mm, one of my favorite boss fights in the year. Other people might be like, "Oh Nick, you're fucking stupid. That was dumb." But I enjoyed it. I like the things they're playing within it. Uh, like I said, I haven't played many games. The other thing I did, uh, you remember the show Becker? Yes. I've been watching Becker. Why
1: would you brag about that?
0: It's so fun. It's Ted Danza being a fucking asshole.
1: Well, that's true. It's, that's. It's... But even then, like, how, it didn't last that
0: long, right? It, it was uh, four or five seasons. When okay, it was, so longer than I thought. I thought it was only about three for some reason. I think it was on from 96 to 2000 or 97 to, 20 to 2001, something
1: like that. Well, it's, it's a long run. I mean, I thought it was only three seasons. I was like, oh, it was not that long. Hmm. I mean, that, technically, The Flash lasted long. Shut the fuck <laughs> up! Nobody was watching that. You shut your mouth. I watched the first four seasons. How Actually, many seasons?
0: Five. How many seasons were there? Uh,
1: eight or nine. Jesus Christ! I think nine. I I quit after a while because it's just repetitive.
0: How was an episode the man? Okay, how the fuck is an episode so long? The man can cross the fucking world, and how how long does it take this the flash to cross the world? Uh, not very long. Not very long. I mean,
1: so I mean, even like in the cartoons, it can run pretty fast. I
0: mean. So you're telling me they could you telling me they could well, find 22 hours of this man running 22 hours of this man running every season. You ready for this? Let's hear it.
1: It's be, it's literally because he claims every fucking episode he is the fastest man alive and yet somehow there's always a main villain who comes for that season who is faster.
0: It's just hard to believe any like what other the only the only Flash villain I'm aware of is uh, was it Negaflash?
1: Reverse Flash.
0: Reverse Flash. What other villain? Because the only thing, like, what? how can you possibly fight him? It's just other people running.
1: Well, I mean, there's more than just Reverse Flash. What other
0: villain? Name another Dr. Flash Dr. Zoom.
1: Villain.
0: What does Dr. Zoom do? He has
1: the Speed Force who he's asked. Okay, name another one. Um. Like another Speedster villain? Just another Flash villain. Captain
0: Boomerang. What the fuck does Captain Boomerang do? It's in his name. He fucking
1: those boomerangs.
0: Are they fast?
1: Uh, they're explosive. Okay. Well, Mirror Master. What's Mirror Master do? He can uh, basically hop in and out of mirrors like his dimensions.
0: And how is that not Mysterio? Who came first, Mirror Master or Mysterio? Mysterio, if I had to be like the guesser. You're gonna piss off our comic listeners. That's okay because
1: that I'm I'm I I'm, I'm not, I'm not hardcore into this shit. I'm just assuming or guessing.
0: Every fucking Flash villain you name is so fucking lame. Like I ca- I cannot. I there's handle it. more than that. I cannot handle how lame each of those. It kept getting lamer. This guy throws a boomerang. This guy has mirrors. Next you're going to tell me there's fucking Rubber Ducky man.
1: They did have the rubber guy, yeah, technically. Not Rubber Ducky, but he's made of rubber. He's basically the DC's equivalent of Mr. Fantastic.
0: Well, now I want now I kind of want like a superhero or a supervillain called Rubber Ducky. I think that'd be great.
1: I just want a DC show that doesn't. Oh, I take the back. There was really one good one, uh, Arrow. I enjoyed Arrow for the first four seasons as did, well. Did
0: Arrow run longer than?
1: No, it ended sooner because uh, Stephen Amell was like, "Yeah, I'm
0: done. I He's want a... to do something else." He's like, "I'm out." He
1: he pulled a uh, Chris Evans. I'm, I went out, guys. Arrow Arrow was first though, right? Yes, and it was fantastic. The first three seasons. Oh,
0: I'm first sorry. two
1: for sure. Like it was so good.
0: I'm sorry for your loss.
1: I remember being at a friend's house. And he showed it to me, and I started watching it, and I was like, this shit's fucking good. It was like, to me, it was like How I Met Your Mother when you showed it to me. It was that fucking good. I've, I watched all the way up, and I remember every week, I had that shit recorded, and I was watching it.
0: I love the idea of you coming over and the friend being like, well, I have to go run some errands real quick, but here you, like, turning <laughs> on turning on, on a tele, turning on, like, a babysitter. Here you go, guy. Here you go, uh, buddy. I'm not going
1: to get distracted by, is that man wearing a hood? And <laughs> just sit down and start watching it. He's like, buddy, I'll be right back.
0: Go ahead and watch this. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Go, go, go. go. But no, I, so I watched Becker, and he's a fucking asshole. And that first episode actually has him, like, one of his first patients is a seven-year-old with AIDS. God
1: damn.
0: Yeah. And he's sitting there joking with him, like, yeah, that's what you want. And then I, it's like, oh, okay, you guys rebound Becker by having him. You know, he ends up like he's go, he goes to buy a used car and he ends up not buying it. He ends up using that money to help the kid buy, uh, cause his mom can't get him to the hospital because she, I believe, she's a single mom with four kids working and, you know, just doesn't have time to transport him. So he ends up using his money to pay for the services and also pay to get him rides out there. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's a fucking asshole. But then it's also got, um, what's her name from the Saw movies? Um, Shawnee, I think it's Shawnee Smith. Remember she was the, she was Amanda. Oh. Yeah. And I forgot in that show, she is constantly not wearing a bra.
1: <laughs> it's just nothing but noobs Bill. And I was like,
0: yeah, yeah. And Jeez. I think, I think that was the thing. And you've watched a lot of Friends. Was Friends the Oh yeah, it's
1: bad. I mean, it's very well, nice.
0: was that Was that the style back then?
1: I think that, well, I assume it is. I mean, I know the reason they're a noob show, for those who don't know, is... Lights in Hollywood are very hot and very bright. Very bright. So they have the AC cranking in those motherfuckers. Now, the one thing I will admit, and this I'm just going to switch it up for just a second, but the one thing I don't understand is in that scenario, why are the women the only ones we can see their nipples? Why can't we see the dude's nipples at
0: that point? Well, because all the dudes are cut, unlike us. Like, if this room was really cold, you'd see. My I've never seen
1: right? Jonah Hill's nipples. That motherfucker's fat, or was fat.
0: Yeah, but he's always, he was always wearing jackets when he was younger. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Okay.
0: So here's my thing. And you, I you know what people the men of the world, nipple lovers nipple lovers of the world might be like, Whoa, whoa, buddy, slow down. Why don't shirts have padding in them? Just like a little like pad right here. And I'm not saying something that's, like you know, like we have no. shoulder we have shoulder pads, like duh you have boobs, but like what if it was a padded shirt? Like I'm no, sure no, that's a thing. I'm sure, that's, I'm sure thing. that's
1: a thing. I I agree. I don't know why it's like I, I'm not. Under, I obviously not in the industry. I'm not an actress. I can, tell, I
0: can tell how uncomfortable you are by this conversation. Well, it's
1: because I don't want to like. I don't want people to be like, oh, they're pigs or whatever. Like, no, I don't know. I don't have a reasoning behind it, but it doesn't make makes sense for that. Like, even for now, like maybe in the '90s, maybe maybe it makes sense.
0: I think the the reason I brought it up because I saw it and I was like, oh, I think that was right around the time I started liking girls. Was the time I saw her in that show.
1: I don't know what it would have been for me, honestly. I'd have to think about that.
0: Probably some anime shit. Probably. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I've been watching regular show with Gus. Uh, What have you been doing, Josh?
1: Well, let me pull up my little hand-dandy list, because I've been a little Busy B. Oh,
0: shit. Busy? fucking. (coughs) Ooh, Ooh, jeez. Sorry, a little burp on the live podcast. Yeah. Go ahead, Busy B. What you doing? Yeah,
1: so uh, Dead Space, still working on that. I actually beat the impossible mode, so you motherfuckers won't see me uh, redo it live. Sucker. I'll just finish it. Uh, then I've had my two reviews I've been working on. I played both of them. Uh, I enjoyed one more than the other, but I need to write my reviews. Uh, so I'll start with the shitty one, Hellboy. What a weird. I don't mean shitty as in like it was so terrible I wouldn't recommend it.
0: Hold on, can you spell weird for how, the way weird is spelled in front of me right now? Yes, W Y R D. Yeah, web of weird. Yes.
1: Uh, so basically, it's a it's a two D basically fighter. I mean, that's basically what it is. And it's not terrible, but it's not my cup of tea. Like, it was all fight. Like, there was no, like, gunplay. Of the story it was, like, eh, at most. Like, it, nothing was really interesting about it.
0: I thought it. Was, is it narrative? Is it, like, I thought it was narratives were like, oh, hey, someone says something. You have three lines of dialogue. Yes, well, I had
1: those two points, too, but when you're doing the actual, like, moving around, like, you would actually run up You'd see whatever the, the guy you're fighting is running and you would like fight him.
0: The few things I've seen of it look choppy. Is it like a slow fl- frame yes. thing on purpose? Oh, no, it's bad. I mean, it's buggy.
1: It was buggy when I played it.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: it was not very consistent. So like I said, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. A few fixes, a few minor adjustments would definitely fix a lot of the gameplay. But at the same time, they don't, they don't do Hellboy of Service there,
0: in my opinion. Hellboy hasn't been getting service for a while now. That's true. We yeah, got a shitty movie out of. Probably know. not since the second movie back in what 2005?
1: Yeah, cuz then we got that shitty uh was, one was it this year or the year before. Was her? that
0: Harbor? Was that Was that uh Mr. Stranger Things himself? Was that yeah. David Harbor?
1: Mhm. I tried watching it and I like puked.
0: like you pu- you you should not puke. I theoretically puked, Hellboy yes. Movie. It was bad. I hate what. When- Oh, I hated it so bad I puked. I went and saw... The, the, people, the people losing their shit over the Marvel... I went and saw the Marvels. Fucking woke, Disney. Get out of here. Gross. Ah, oh, it's like... Shut the fuck up. Yeah,
1: to those people, I'm like... How did you not watch the trailers and go... This movie's going to be awful.
0: It kind of looks okay.
1: Compared to what we've had, I'm looking at it going... I would rather go back and watch
0: Quantumania. I mean, I'm not over here simping for Marvel or anything, but I mean it looks it looks serviceable.
1: I mean, I haven't even watched any of the new Loki, and I know it just finished.
0: The girl the girl who plays Miss Fantastic seems like she'd be fun to like hang out
1: with. Yeah. But she, I,
0: she she seems like she's a very funny person.
1: I just I I saw the, I keep seeing the trailers for it and I'm just like I think I'll just wait for uh Anything else at this point?
0: <laughs> I think that's what I've always liked about the character Miss Marvel. Like the few times I've like playing that awful Avengers game from a few years back, is like how much of a fangirl she is, and I, I think it it comes from just seeing how toxic fan peep, fanboys, fan people, fan whoever can be, and then seeing like the positive, like her positive side of mm. fandom, and being like, oh, this is what it's like if you're not like a If you like something and you're not a fucking asshole about it, which is which is something I think we can all strive towards. Like, you know, if there's something you don't like, you don't have to fucking say. You don't have to fucking yuck it. Like, yeah, stuff can be bad, and you can be like, "Hey, you know, I, I didn't like this about it," but you don't have to be like, "Oh man, I let me hop on Kotaku in action and call every other thing woke," and then no one knows what I actually like because I'm just. I, I like being angry. I like being yes. angry. I'm a fan of being angry. Yes, you got me. You got me going again. I'm sorry. Proceed. Proceed. I, I just
1: the only comment I want to make on that is I think the only thing I actually enjoyed watching, seeing the trailer of uh, the Marvels. There's just something about Brie Larson in a white top. I don't know what it is. I think she looks fantastic.
0: You know what? I did one of those things where I was watching an old movie, and you know when you're watching an old movie, you don't realize that this person was in this. I was watching 21 Jump Street. I didn't realize Brie Larson was the love interest. The very inappropriate high school love interest for Jonah Hill's character.
1: I did not but realize the love... that.
0: I did the same thing when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, that's Brie Larson. Hey, Ernie. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't realize that, though. I, did, I had no idea.
1: I, 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 I'm not trying to sound like a pig or anything. I just, there's something with her in a white top that just makes me go, She looks fantastic.
0: That's when Josh found out he was attracted to women. Yes.
1: That that (laughs) took took me 30 years, but we're there. (laughs) It happened last
0: week. Uh, And why do people hate her? Was it just because of the press junkets he did for Endgame? Where Uh, her her and What's-His-Name got into it? That, and um, and then she was like
1: bad-mouthing the director, I think, for um, Infinity War. She basically was doing stuff around all that time when... uh, at right after um her movie oh
0: after miss marvel was, is not that miss marvel not miss marvel uh yeah. captain marvel captain marvel thank
1: you I there's, think there's I think too many marvel a, there is but yeah no that i, I just remember there being lots of bad yeah, bad press with her and she i mean there was stuff that was recorded. she basically just bad mouthed. like i think it was the director and a couple of her co- co-stars and apparently she was kind of a bitch to work with allegedly Whoa, Josh! I said allegedly. Whoa. I said allegedly.
0: Whoa. Well, I mean, who who else? Uh, what's his name? What's it? Mad the new Mad Max? Was it Tom Hardy? Is apparently a pain in the ass to work with. I believe that. I, I, like I hear, I hear like people are like, "Oh, this person's a pain in the ass. This person's a pain in the ass."
1: Like everybody's yeah, some, pain in the
0: ass. Some people are just a pain in the ass to work with.
1: Trust me, I do. I'm work. I'm literally working with this one right now. Her name, literal name, is Karen, and she fucking acts like one.
0: Are you? Are you doxing Karen right now? Do yeah, you want to give her address that way? She in? has the haircut.
1: It's in her blood. <laughs> it's in her soul. Literally, it's her name. She is a true Karen. I mean, Nick, if I pull her up right now.
0: Can you give it? First of all, can you give us a story about her without getting yourself in trouble? Yes. Okay, go
1: ahead. I had a meeting with her today, actually. Okay. And so basically, we are it's just a weekly update. Like, hey, this is everything that's going on. You know, Let's just check in with you. Make sure everything's good. Actually, no, I'll tell you about the story last week, or the two weeks ago, that was even better. So she's having an issue with a, uh, a certain uh, vendor, basically. And it was like, I'm trying to get this, and it's not working. Uh, and this was like a month ago, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to them, I'll get it looked at. And I reached out to them, and they're getting looking into it for me. And not even two weeks later, she emails my boss and CCs his bosses. And is like, I asked Josh, about this three weeks ago, and I haven't heard anything. No one's done anything about it. Uh, basically, just like calling me out, and I'm like, I pull up the email to my boss, and I showed him like, this bitch, I did it. Th- you know, here's all this. Like, I'm showing. I've done my work. I've done what you do showing your paper trail. And it comes back to being, I get the whole, you know, the, the customer is never wrong type of situation, but it's like from a from her, or from your boss, from my boss, and he's just like, well, just you know, I, I get it, but. You know that you can't really trust them. Like you have to, you have to make sure everything's done in your inks. Otherwise, this stuff happens. And I'm like, "You're this is a fucking grown ass woman with her own fucking business." I told her, "If you do not hear anything, let me know." If she can't fucking do that, how the fuck is she running a business?
0: Doesn't your boss listen to this podcast? I don't give a shit. <laughs> This is all going in the episode. That's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like,
1: I, it's, what, at what point is the customer wrong? At what point do you put the blame on the customer?
0: Yeah, fuck the customer. I, I give two fucks
1: about the customer. Don't get me wrong. If my employee is fucking off and not doing his job or their job, yeah, I'll fucking reprimand their asses. But if I'm doing my job and I told and he told you, in an email, Word document, or a document, and it says, let me know. And you're going to come back and say it's his fault? Bitch, you better fucking Hike up that skirt and to fight, because I'll drop your ass right here on the spot.
0: People, fucking, when I work, when I worked in retail, that was someone hit me with one of like, okay, no, 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 I know exactly what it was, and it's related to it's related to gaming in a way. Fucking, remember the Amiibo craze? Yes, I do. You remember the Amiibo craze? Fucking, one of the hardest ones to find when this was first going on was the Marth Amiibo. I do remember that. And our store, our store, like. It, So, there were websites that would track different stores' um, inventory, which is crazy to think about. That, like, there were these secondhand stores that weren't like Target related that were like, oh, yeah, this store has four that said we had four. So, if you went into our store, there weren't four. So, I had a guy come in and ask, and he was like, oh, hey, like, the thing says you have four. Do you have them? And I scanned it. I was like, yeah, it says we have four. Let me go look in the back could never fucking find them. I think someone had stolen them or they had fallen off the truck or something. Whatever. Or maybe it could have been one of those things where, like, the Pikachu ones were rung in as that. Yeah. And so they thought they had extras of these running around. Whatever. I come back up. I'm like, hey, dude. I was back there. I was back there for a good, like, 10, 15 minutes. Hey, dude. I couldn't find them, dude. Like, I'll keep an eye out, but I don't think they're back there. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I thought it was the end of it. And I hop on Reddit because I was I started to collect them because I think at that time I had had a little Mac. Like a little Mac was a cool one. Yeah. It was also hard to find it for a little bit. And I hop on the Reddit and I see a motherfucker post. Target employee hoarding Marth, Cape Gerardo. <laughs> I I don't live there anymore, so good luck trying to find me. But um So I look at it, it's like, yeah, I went in and this fucking asshole went into the back and looked for this, looked for him and came back 10 minutes later, made it seem like he was looking really hard and said they weren't there. I think we're going to have a problem with employees starting to hoard these things. Please tell
1: me you called him out on it.
0: I didn't. I did not. Should've. I should have. I should have. I was very new to Reddit at the time. I want to say it was 2013, 2012, something like that. You should have called him. I should have been like, hey, motherfucker, listen here. You should have called
1: him out on that shit. And I should
0: have fucking hoarded him too.
1: They probably never found them, did they?
0: I don't think I did. Yeah. I, cause I did try to scalp. Remember when they were doing the, um, like the tall Elsa dolls? Mm hmm. Tried to scalp those. I did not make my money back.
1: Yeah. Cause always like, fuck you.
0: I, I, I equaled <laughs> out because I forgot you know, what I didn't consider. What they don't teach you when you try to scalp something is shipping is expensive if you try to ship something that's six feet tall.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why you do it local. You I scalp le- local. Le- you scalp local.
0: With big items. With big items. Hey, buy from a local scalper, goddammit. Uh Josh, anything about
1: That's her, by the way.
0: Oh boy. Yeah, she she looks the part.
1: Oh, she plays it.
0: She, when's the last time she got her haircut? 1989. <laughs> Just am I am I wrong? Hey, this is the podcast that gets you
1: inspired. Calling it now. Am I wrong, though? You're not. <laughs> uh,
0: anything about Savant? Uh, Savant. Re- Savant. Savant Ascend Remix. Ascend Remix. Is, that the, is that the retro first-person shooter? No,
1: it is the... It's more of a... I called it a 2D bullet hell. Okay. Uh, in a sense of, like, it's not really bullets that you're dodging. It's enemies. And it's uh, arcade style. And you don't freely move. You have... You either roll between two platforms or jump between two platforms. And you basically are dodging little enemies every two level. After every two levels, there's a boss fight. And the soundtrack is by far one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. But it was definitely a very fun game. And each every three levels, they introduce new enemies. And they don't really bring back old ones. Like, you get into, like, a new section. And all of a sudden, it's, like, this new group of enemies that you have to fight and figure out what they're... Uh, their pattern is to defeat them, and you don't get any like boost, but you get this magic buildup at the bottom where basically do like a sudden blast that hits all your enemies. It can basically hurt them really intensively or kill them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it.
0: And see, I used to hate the enemy thing where, like, oh, they're oh, Gears of War just reusing the corpse again for a boss fight. Real original Cliffy B. But now that I'm older, I'm like. I get it. It's fucking expensive to make new enemies and do all this stuff and time consuming. Use the corpse for <laughs> every fucking boss fight. It's you okay. Guys. We get it's it. It's okay. It's <laughs> realistic. And then to uh, is this uh twenty thirteen? Yes.
1: Raider? So I the other day I was like just wanting to play something really quick, but I was like, I don't know what I want to play. And I was like, you know what? I've played the first Tomb Raider. Beaten it.
0: It's a good game. It's a great game. Until until the uh the uh like the ancient evil awakens. Yeah. And then it gets a little rough. It's just not good. It's not fun at that point.
1: No, because then it's like it, where, what it was. is like okay, this is actually really cool. It's you know, survival and everything, and you're learning to be Laura Lara Croft, future Tomb Raider. And I was like, you know what? I I just want to I want to play through because I've never actually played Rise of the Tomb Raider or Shadow of the Tomb Raider.
0: Rise looked amazing, like, what was that, 2015, 2016? Yeah, and they still use it
1: as, like, the comparison for
0: games. Rise is fucking beautiful. Like, that opening scene in the mountain, fucking breathtaking. I it was I was playing it on a 3 or It was the one by that. I was playing it on Xbox One, and that thing, like, is a fucking, that thing's a fucking paperweight now, and it's, it still great yeah. on that thing.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, well, I've got a 4090. I now have an OLED monitor. Let's fucking. Did it. Oh, dude. Have it, you started Rise yet? I have not. I, but I did turn Tomb Raider. I did start that. And I'm like, holy shit, for a game that is 10 years old, this looks fucking fantastic. The only problem I have right now, and I'm trying to figure it out, is on one of the updates, they changed it to where the ratio for your monitor is incorrect. So mine, it technically fits the screen fine. The only thing is, I can't see my health bar and I can't see like my weapon and how much ammo I have. That's yeah, problematic. Yeah, so I've been looking it up, and I've tried everything I found so far. and Nothing's working, so I'm like, okay, I just haven't had enough time. I only spent like thirty minutes working on it, and I was like, you know what? I give up. I'll come back to it this weekend and figure it out then. But I'm like,
0: I do hope Crystal Dynamics takes another stab at. I hope they like. I I don't think we're ready for a new reboot yet. I think if you give it another five years, but then actually like the retelling of it, like do a whole Tomb Raider where she doesn't use guns. She's not killing. Anyone. Give that a try. Uh, that always that always took me out of it because like here's this woman who isn't the character that we've known her for, and she like you kill you kill that one guy in the cave and she has a reaction. She's like, "Oh my god, I killed that fucking guy!" And then right after that, you kill like ten other guys. And she just kind of shakes it off. Like,
1: okay, I'm, okay, all, all right. right. All right. She's had she's had her taste for blood. She's like, "It's getting <laughs> easier now." just she just. You just see her like go off camera, take a line real quick. <laughs> she kills like
0: her hundred yeah. guy and just like smears the blood on her face. And she's like, ah!
1: she fucking sees uh, the big Samoan guy and he's like, "Laura, are you okay?" And she starts, she starts tweaking.
0: Did they kill that guy? I, I think he dies
1: after uh, he,
0: he he's in Rise because he's with you at the beginning of Rise. I think he dies in Rise though. Does he does he die I th- at the beginning? Because they fall down the mountain. They fall down the mountain. I think
1: he dies and Rise. Because he's like the only... Him and her are like the only survivors from the first one, isn't it? Oh, fuck. I think you're right. Because I, I know the captain dies pretty early. It
0: was very much like uh, they had... That first game had kind of like of a survival horror angle to it. Yeah. But even before... Because that first guy in the cave kind of is giving uh, vibes, you know?
1: Yeah, but the whole time he's like, well, I, I'm trying to protect you. And it's like... I, I'm almost curious. Like I don't I don't remember all like the collectibles you get if it talks about him at all. But... He's like the only one who's like hiding. Everybody else is like, oh, I'm a Samoan pirate. I'm going to fucking steal all of this shit and I'm going to get off this island. <laughs> yeah,
0: those are good Those are good games. You've got me wanting to revisit them. Uh, I don't know why they tried to do multiplayer. Nobody needs
1: that. Yeah, I realized now that I have to do those achievements too. And I was like, I don't mean, I, I saw there's people who are still active in it. And I actually saw uh, one a couple of days ago. Someone's like, I'm working on the achievements. Everyone want to help me? And people are like, yeah. I'm like, Dude, I just don't want to get ready for that. I just got to put it on there.
0: I love that shit. I'm, I'm happy about that because like,
1: I remember you back on the 360 when you were working on Fear, those achievements. I remember you had to borrow Anthony's Xbox to do that.
0: I completely, you know what, I completely forgot I did that with Fear and that really was a fucking dark time in my life and I'd appreciate it if you'd stop bringing it up.
1: <laughs> I, I just remember that. I was like, that is the most... I, I don't know if I was that dedicated at that point. I was like, dude, that's some tough fucking dedication. You get a second Xbox just to knock out the multiplayer achievements.
0: Well, and I feel like I, I came into fear like a year or two after
1: the fact. Yeah, well, and it was a dead was nobody, game already, yeah. There was
0: nobody playing. And this was at like peak 360, so it was kind of crazy to me that... But
1: that, you got to think at that point, we, already, we had Gears. We had uh, Halo 3. We had... It's the people still playing Halo 2. I mean...
0: Well, and fucking like now if like something like Fear came out and nobody was playing they'd fucking all right we're killing the multiplayer it's out of here we're not taking up the server space but back then they're like okay let's just let it run we keep the servers
1: up we'll we'll keep that one one server from 98 still running the
0: one guy the one guy we got it's okay we'll keep it up for you buddy Uh, Anything else on the on the game radar, Josh? I just
1: got I've got too much to do and not enough time in the world.
0: Game of the year for us is coming up. We have to start planning for that. Keep. I didn't know what you meant by that in the text message. I I thought you were talking
1: about these ones. I'm like. Couldn't we do it before? But yes. then I picked up what you were saying, and I was like, "Oh
0: fuck." Yeah. We we're talking about the game awards, and then like a yeah, text later it was our game of the year, but I didn't say our game. Yeah, that's of why the I year. was like,
1: uh, "Why don't we just do it next this weekend?" And You're like, "Wait, what?"
0: You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Nick?" Just fucking know. <laughs> just you, Just call me. Just call, just call your text me. messages
1: fucking confusing, man. You don't know what a bunch of periods, and your apostrophe s's and.
0: keeps oh my eyes. Keep savant on your list for uh, song of the year,
1: Josh. Dude, uh, you know it's definitely the soundtrack of the year. Like it. That and the one you introduced us to,
0: uh, which one I introduced you to a lot, um, the last spell. Yeah, the last spell. That shit was
1: fucking good too, dude. Both of the, that's what I got. It was like the last spell of fucking shit with that
0: one. One of those, one of those songs is my ringtone now. Oh no, the um fire firewall escape. Remember firewall escape? It was oh, the that one was where the... you're in the phone and you're yeah. trying to update the phone, and it's got all those like techno beats. Um, man, I think music's gonna be a heavy hitter this year because there's uh, Dave the Diver has some good music.
1: I mean, indie developers and their music, dude. I don't know what it is. That shit fucking smacks.
0: They've they've been top notch. Uh, speaking of yeah, indie developers, Josh, you ready to do some news?
1: Do you want to do the meme
0: first? Let's do the news first.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine.
0: Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. Uh, okay, news time. Uh, let's see here. We've only got one piece of news. The Game Award nominees were announced. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! What?
0: Uh, let's run down the list. You can have the Excel sheet up here. Uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna look at the fucking streamers of the year. I don't give a shit. Oh no, I
1: skip that shit.
0: I don't fucking care. Let's see. All right, the category. Wait, I want to view all categories. Okay, they. Okay, so say what you will about the Game Awards. They have a very clean website once you get to the category. Oh, yeah.
1: It's fantastic.
0: So I'm going to pick. Let's see what's standing out. Let's do Best Debut Indie Game. All right. And your nominees for Best Debut Indie Game are Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. And, uh, you know, I think that's a very, very uh, competitive contentious is contentious the word it's a very contentious category i could see any of these winning if i'm being honest uh, i haven't played venba but uh it looks cute
1: i i think honestly dredge you think dredge takes so dredge to me for all of them has definitely been like i think i've heard more of dredge i think good for me it goes dredge as what i've heard the most of outside of like popular you know triple a titles mm-hmm. uh then pizza tower because god knows every youtuber talked about that
0: Yeah, YouTubers are annoying.
1: They are very annoying. Uh, And then Cocoon. After that, like, I I don't even think I remember Viewfinder.
0: Viewfinder uh, kind of reminded me of The Witness, but you're using, like, you would take a picture. Like, let's say you took a picture of this desk and you're trying to cross that gap. You take a picture, set the picture over there and that. Oh, that was that one. Okay. Uh, I, I think Cocoon takes this one. I think enough people. I think... Whenever you have someone that breaks away from Playdead, and you can you can just push down everybody's throats like, "Hey, we worked on Limbo and Inside." Hey, we worked on Limbo and Inside. Hey, we worked on Limbo and Inside. <laughs> For those guys, I think people hear that enough, and they're like, "Yeah, Cocoon." <laughs> Which, uh, you know, going into Cocoon, I was very worried because the last game that was from Limbo and Inside, Limbo and Inside, uh, people was that mid midsummer uh, Somerville game from oh, last yeah, year. That's right. and that one was very shaky.
1: I know. I feel like the last time we had somebody from some place make a game, they made the game and then left. What game? Uh, the Callisto Protocol. (laughs) They found the. They found it and then left, and it's like.
0: And then they did that piss poor DLC that made everything a dream. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling Crystal Protocol for you. That was
1: the most fucking irritating thing too. The,
0: the, but the game ended on like a, a higher note.
1: I'm like, okay, I'm interested to see what it's happens like, after. Yes, it's like
0: okay, they're going, they're going to stop whatever's about to happen. And then they're all, like, they did interesting things with survivor's guilt. And then the fucking DLC just undid everything.
1: It was a big fuck you.
0: It kind of felt like they knew they were going to close down. They were like, fuck this. We got
1: to tie up loose ends. <laughs> tie up loose ends. And they didn't, though, because we still have What's-Her-Name? Left the Planet. Spoiler alerts. And then the Doctor was leaving, too.
0: They didn't even tie up loose ends. You know what they did? They fucking untied everything.
1: <laughs> I I was like... I was actually... I enjoyed Cluster Protocol 4-1. Like, yes, it's... It was
0: fun. I enjoyed the beat-em-up mechanics. I enjoyed... There could have been more enemy variety, but once they introduced the two-headed enemy, yes. that was enough variety for me at that point.
1: Yes. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it enough to be like, dude, I actually, this is really fun. I mean, you know it's not a dead space, but for what it is, the spiritual successor to it, I enjoyed it.
0: It was very hectic. It was giving me, it was giving me, um, kind of gave me Riddick vibes a little bit. I can see that, yeah. Just with all the punching and everything. And then the running. guns for sure
1: made me think of uh, Riddick.
0: And it was, yes, and it was a very panic ridden. Like, remember the, the freight elevator thing that you ride and mm-hmm. there's like 14 or 15 enemies that drop? Like, each enemy felt like a threat. Yes. It didn't feel like, oh, okay, let's be.
1: And it definitely yes. wasn't like, oh, we're going to 1v1 the whole time. Like, no, you had to be careful and actually be paying attention to what's going on.
0: I think how that whole situation ended up will end up in our biggest disappointment for our game of the year God, stuff.
1: So, I mean, it was such a good game. And the deal, the DLC pissed me off more. I think I 100% of that bitch, too. And then all of a sudden, the DLC comes out and I have to re-rent it. I have to play the shitty DLC.
0: I'm not going to... Uh, what category do you want to look at next? Did you, uh, make sure you put our picks in, by the way. Oh. You you picked Grudge, I picked Cocoon.
1: I don't even know if I can do it with my...
0: No, Mr. Smartphone over there.
1: Womp, womp, womp. No, we'll do it later. I'll, 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 I'll... do you want Do you want a pen and paper? Do you got a pen and paper?
0: Uh, Paper, you might just have to fucking go chop a tree down. Oh, here we go. Oh shit!
1: That's right, folks. We're uh, we're doing Do it the uh, old-fashioned style. We're
0: doing it live. You hear that? That's paper, sons of bitches.
1: Back in our day, this is all you had.
0: All right. So best debut and best debut. Debut is a weird word, by the way.
1: D I. The- Cocoon. and
0: Reg. All right. Uh, do we just want to jump into best independent game from yeah, there let's do it all right so uh, a little caveat with this one uh, Dave the diver is nominated for indie game of the year Dave the diver is not a fucking indie game and I have I've been saying this all year haven't I Josh? you have been saying that all I've been saying <laughs> this all fucking year everyone else has been saying it too It's you fucking normies
1: <laughs> not, no I, I mean so like is this <laughs> is this like the the Grammys where uh, you have to actually like nom, like you have to put yourself in to get nominated, or is it it's chosen it's, amongst a group of individuals and then
0: it's journalists, it's games journalists. They have oh, so it's it's kind of it's kind of like how sports are. The okay. journalists are voting. There's a bunch has It's people. It's people around the industry. People who have.
1: Yes, that's why Dave the Diver is on this category. A has been.
0: uh I think. I, as much as I hate that it's here, I think Dave the Diver takes this.
1: What were the other ones in the cocoon?
0: Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for our audience at home. The nominees for Indie Game of the Year are Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder.
1: I think Sea of Stars.
0: I think Sea of Stars was dis- more disappointing than it was good.
1: I still kind of want to get it, honestly.
0: I think Chained Echoes was a better. Sea of Stars.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna put Sea of Stars, and you're gonna go Day of the Diver. Day of the
0: Diver, but just know whenever, whenever I'm not voting for Dredge, my heart is saying Dredge.
1: That's fair. Oh, that's fair.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh no, it, it's the website's at the annoying phase where it wants me to vote for everything, so I have to like back out.
1: Vote for it, you bitch. Vote for it. Oh, Give that- us. Give us your email so we can pester the shetty to donate.
0: Go for it! Oh wait, I'm I'm quoting beautiful Joe now. Good, just yes. go for it. Oh Jesus!
1: Moving on. Next category.
0: Moving on, uh, let's do. Let's see best ongoing. Best ongoing. Yes, the nominees for best ongoing are Apex Legends, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. No. Final Fantasy 14.
1: That is a very strong contender, yes. Fortnite. Very strong contender, yes.
0: Genshin Impact.
1: Um so I it's definitely between Fortnite and Final Fantasy, and I kind of want to give it to Final Fantasy.
0: I think it'll go to Final Fantasy. I think there are more people actively playing Final Fantasy.
1: That being said, Fortnite
0: did just have its biggest like biggest comeback, weekend. yes. Like its biggest weekend ever.
1: Well, it's cuz they finally went back I mean, it's everything like it's what? Is what uh is it one version 1.0 map or is it uh, like whatever it was like They're
0: jumping they're jumping around because they just oh. added planes back oh, like Jesus. today as of today.
1: So like Fortnite I think so in my opinion at least if you have to rely on going back to what you were you've hit a wall.
0: Well, but that, I think there's a lot to be said that Fortnite can go back. No, but that's if, true. But if Final Fantasy 14 went back, people would be like this is, this is the part of Final Fantasy XIV that hated. Well,
1: <laughs> that was actually one of the jokes someone brought up. Like, could you imagine if Final Fantasy XIV went back to 1.0 like before they did the rebirth? <laughs> Remember how bad it was? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's so there's a point. Like, yes, if you can do it well, like Fortnite has been doing, I agree 100%. Bring it back.
0: But it's also a short-term thing. I, I have a friend who thinks that the OG playlist is going to split off into its own playlist and it will also have a different map. So that I think people... My buddy thinks there'll be two separate maps, kinda like how uh PUBG started to do before PUBG died. I think recency bias will put Fortnite as the winner on this.
1: I still think Final Fantasy 14, because it's definitely it's their content has been like phenomenal. Like they're not letting
0: people are still getting married.
1: People people are still getting married. They got a new class this year. Uh the content has been superb. Like it's it's for it's what wow should be but i feel like wow has just they're relying now so heavily on classic mm. and even then classics starting to get bombarded because now they're getting into the cataclysm age and...
0: <laughs> and they're gonna have to do a wow classic too
1: <laughs> this is uh classic 2.0
0: you know i'm surprised no man's sky is not nominated here
1: i'm glad it's not because it's doesn't there's nothing really nothing, i mean there, what, what was their latest content i forget now
0: But every time I hear about that game, it's like, oh, my God, it's so much better. It keeps getting better. Don't get me wrong.
1: I bought it again a couple years ago uh, for the PC. And I will admit it has gotten better from back when I had it on the PS4.
0: Jesus Christ, that game is old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it's like, gee, I guess (laughs) it's now what it should have been. But we were spoon fed so many lies.
0: Yeah, out, out the gate. Uh, so you got those written down I sure do uh, let's do games for impact next this is always the tricky one I think they do a better job defining it for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message the nominees are a space for the unbound I've heard of it haven't played it mm-hmm. chance for sonar that is the game about language and symbolism mm-hmm. and pu- putting symbols together goodbye volcano high I think that's the narrative base they're they're all furries and they play guitar uh, Chia which is the girl that can transform? I think that kind of looks like a little Gator game, a little bit, yeah. gameplay wise. And then, oh, there are two more Terranil and Venba. Uh, my heart wants Terranil to win because I think the idea of taking like a city builder, but doing the opposite of like, we're taking all this shit out so we can get the creatures back is great. But I think Venma will. Brought. Venba will probably yeah. be the favorite here. It's, it's a darling. Anyone who's played it loves it. I think Venba
1: will take it for sure.
0: I, and I also think Game Pass starts to creep into some of these because voters are going to vote for games that they've played. And if you have Game... I think a lot of people have Game Pass, and with it being on Game Pass, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think Venba gets
1: it. Venba gets it.
0: All right. Though my heart will always carry on with Terra Oh, uh, Let's see here. Innovation and accessibility, which I don't know why they don't list like what the game did for accessibility.
1: I know, I agree 100%. I don't know, like what well, am I voting on here? I can, I'm confused. Black and white, like, come on,
0: like, yeah, is there, is there a color setting? Like, what's going like, Is there a color blindness? Yeah, no, like,
1: I'm assuming what? we would have to look it up, but it's like, wouldn't you put that, like, even so, even like, uh, the composer section, like talking about like their soundtrack or their audio. It gave you the composer's name. And it's like, you can do that, but you cannot tell me what the fuck these games did that are innovations and accessibility.
0: Recognizing software and our hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. The nominees for innovation and accessibility, you're going to hear this person be like, what the fuck? Uh, Diablo 4, which I guess just did a really good job of scaring people away and nobody plays anymore. <laughs> Uh, Forza Motorsport, and I, I imagine they have a lot of accessibility. Oh um, yeah, making making the game more accessible. Look at me using the word to define the word. Hi Fi Rush, Marvel Spider Man Two, Mortal Kombat One, and Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six, they may be talking about the, and I forget what it's called, but they have the button layout where you don't have to remember combos. You just like, okay, if you press Y and up, right. But, you're not, you're not having to remember combos. You just remember having to remember when to use your abilities. Like, when's the best time? So that might be what they're referring to. Ah, uh, you know, if I'm... If i was a betting man, I would believe this would be a popularity contest. Uh, are you aware of what Spider-Man 2 is doing for innovation and accessibility?
1: Um, I don't know about the accessibility portion. The only thing I can think of would be... So, um, Miles will uh occasionally speak spanish with his mom cuz she is uh, i think I believe she's puerto rican
0: didn't they get the flag wrong
1: <laughs> didn't Insomniac get I th- the flag I wrong think so. i think so <laughs> uh there's also uh their friend his love interest who uh is um uses asl and so like they actually you see them use it like it's that, 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 that the only innovations I could think of would be like, oh, I mean, but that's not really accessibility. I assume accessibility that, be more that's,
0: games, that's more, it's more in- exactly, inclusivity. exactly. And so, I was like, inclusive, I think I thought I said exclusive, inclusive, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, it's like, I'm not sure what they would have done, like, it, and that doesn't, I get maybe there's multiple features you can't talk, you know, you can't pick one specifically, but like, some examples would be nice.
0: Well, now that you mention it, like, I'm looking at Hi Fi Rush on here, and again, Hi Fi Rush back into January, so my memory is a little fuzzy on it. But uh, Chai's missing an arm. Mm-hmm. I believe that Peppermint is deaf in one ear. Like, you have all these different characters that are, uh, that have, you have an amputee in here, you have a deaf character in here, you have uh, a robot that draws, like, it doesn't know how it identifies in here. Uh, what else was there? And they just do a lot with, like, corporations how evil they are. Stop me if you've heard this part before, but um no, and they, they kind of talk about like what makes you whole and like who you are. As a... and, and again, that's inclusive inclusive. Right, but I don't as far as like
1: what features there were that
0: made the game more
1: accessible I, is like I couldn't tell you to save my life. I think it
0: might have been something to do with like the music or like, cuz like a lot of a lot of your success and, uh, and, and encounter was attacking to the beat. And I think they had a setting in there to where you didn't have to follow it as closely.
1: Okay. I mean, it'd just be nice to know
0: like I, what well, I don't want to say like, oh, these people are great at making games easier because that kind kind of devolves the conversation into the, oh, they made the game easier for people. But no, they made the game easier for anyone to pick up and play.
1: Right. It'd just be nice to like if, if they were thinking of something in particularly or like their they cherry on top of their accessibility. Tell me what that is at least. Like, give me something to. Like, now you're making me either gonna have to like, like watch somebody do a, a long gameplay who actually goes through the options yeah. to see what's available. Tell, or...
0: us, d- d- tell us why they were nominated.
1: Yeah, like that'd be nice. Like, like I said, it doesn't have to be every single thing. If they do several, but give me like, hey, if you're gonna play it, this is why. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna get Forza. Honestly, I'm
0: gonna go Spider Man. Best, Best performance. performance. Nominee, uh, awarded to an individual for voice, acting, motion, and or performance capture. The nominees are Ben Starr in Final Fantasy 14, 16. Uh Cameron M- Monaghan Monigan? Monigan? from Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba from Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Melanie Libbard from Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3, Yuri Lowenthal from Marvel's Spider-Man 2.
1: I'm going to give it to Yuri
0: who jury play. Is that is is that Peter? Uh yes. I don't know. So is Neil Newborn Newborn the vampire guy from Baldur's Gate 3? I think he is. I forget his I forget his name. Uh you know, this one's very up up there. I want I would like Melanie Liburd because I've seen clips of her character from Ellen Wake 2 and I'm like, "Yeah, that's great. That's amazing. That's cool." But I can see this either going to Idris or neil you know what they're probably it's it's going to be a total like pol- not political thing Look, kotaku in action is fucking bleeding into my brain <laughs> right now it's going to be a total like um it's going to get more eyeballs on them i think idris elba is going to get it because he'll give he'll give an amazing speech The game awards are political, man. They're political. <laughs> I need to get I need to spend less time on that. I stuff. mean, if that's the only thing Cyberpunk wins,
1: I'll be happy. If they win anything else, like I'm sorry.
0: I can't believe I still I I hate read it because those people are so fucking annoying and so
1: whiny. You hate read it?
0: Yeah, hate read. You know, like when you hate watch something. I thought George clown. read it, read it. I was like I hate read it. <laughs> I hate read it. I hate read it. Uh, Best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. The nominees are Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. A lot of remakes in here. Mm -hmm. By by that, I mean too. A lot of horror in here too. Uh, Horror just usually has really good audio design because they want to scare the shit out of you. But my vote's going to go for Hi-Fi Rush because that that is the essential component of that game.
1: Yeah, I don't... So I don't think the remakes. So okay, Resident Evil Four is probably the closest thing to a remake that I think is okay because it's not just a copy paste into a new engine. It's they actually made some tweaks. There's new voice actors, new you know what I mean.
0: Dead Space did a lot of that too, though.
1: There was still a lot of copy and paste. I could mm. Nick, they still had the old trick of glitching your ammo. Hey man, I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I, and I love Dead Space. Like that is my shit. Like that that is my horror. I love it.
0: You're you're talking yourself into voting for Resident Evil Four, so just do it. No, I'm
1: not. I, I was actually going to go for Hi-Fi Rush too.
0: Well, now you're just doing it to agree with me. No, That's I, was, I was just.
1: I was just going to say it's. I was trying to get my point being, is remakes should not be, in these categories. It makes no sense for them to be in here because they. I mean. They've had their their moments. Give it to the new the new guys. Give it to somebody who's actually new. But that's what I was trying to get where Resident Evil oh, 4 is I fine to be on there, because technically it is the same game, but it is they did make differences. Like
0: well then you I mean you could kind of you can't argue the same thing for sequels, but I, I it's there's there's so much change over. It's not like everyone that made the original Resident Evil 4 is working on the new Resident Evil 4.
1: No, right, and that's what I'm getting at. Like and of course they had new voice actors, they had new uh character models they had you know all design is you know similar but it's still completely different
0: i still think what they need to do in the future is have a best original game category yes because that'll cut that'll give a category for the new fresh stuff because it does feel like there are categories where the new fresh stuff gets buried under the remakes and the sequels
1: I, oh that and i feel like we don't who gives a shit about the streamers and fuck them. yeah like, i don't <laughs> give a
0: shit about any of that well, well, well when because st- twitch's numbers are down again this year aren't they so as they continue to go down i think that'll be something that award shows like this get away from cuz you don't see you don't see like the oscars or like the emmys being like all right our favorite youtube reviewer for movies is the envelope please <laughs> yeah. holy shit well, who's the uh, who's the big guy that they just did a documentary for uh oh, uh... oh what's his name oh It's Roger Ebert. (laughs) Roger, get on up here.
1: Well, speaking of YouTubers, since we're talking about them, did you hear about The Completionist? No, what did he do? Uh, Apparently, he left, like, he did a charity, and he had, like, $625,000 in, like, a fund and hadn't touched it for, like, a year or maybe longer to the point where it's, like, he, you know, he's like, oh, I promise we're going to get all spent and all that, but they weren't doing anything with it. it was just sitting there. Give it to me. (laughs) <laughs> but, like, apparently that's, like, a whole, like, thing, like, the the IRS got involved, the FBI, I think, alleged got involved.
0: Is the, uh, the
1: tight,
0: was it, the tech people still in trouble? The Titus tech?
1: Oh, um, Linus Tech Tips. Linus tech. That shit blew over. I would like to know what their investigation came out of it. I haven't looked it up. I tried looking it up, like, a month after it happened, and still nothing came up, and I'm like, they whatever, like, I don't, I quit watching it because of it.
0: Fuck the YouTubers. Watch us on YouTube. Uh, Best (laughs) score and music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, or licensed soundtrack. The nominees are Alan Wake 2, composer Petri Alonco, Baldur's Gate 3, composer Boris Slav Slavov, Final Fantasy 16, composer Masayoshi Soken, Hi-Fi Rush audio director Suchi Kubori, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, composed by Nintendo Sound Team. That's a weird name.
1: I'm one five minus sixteen.
0: As much as I want Hi-Fi Rush to win this, because that soundtrack is amazing, and that final fight with the Nine Inch Nails song playing is easily a top moment. Remember that for game of the year. Um, I'm gonna give it to Legend Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. It's I'm, that's a, that's the safe one. Though honestly, I could see anyone winning in this category aside from Alan Wake Two. Yeah, just because I the, Alan Wake Two soundtrack is good. These other ones are just...
1: I mean, Final Fantasy is known for their soundtracks. There's a reason why the people buy their uh, soundtracks of them, right?
0: There's a reason the uh, the Victory Song is still the Victory Song. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do a few more here, and then we'll we'll check out of this. Best Art Direction. For our best, uh, This might be my favorite like set of nominees, because it's like pretty wide dearth here. For Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. The nominees are Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I automatically take the two Nintendo games out just because it's another Zelda, it's another Mario. Everything's strange. They, they Same tweaked, formula. They tweaked the art direction. Yep. The art direction for Tears of the Kingdom is essentially just... Breath of the Wild, but you're putting stuff together and building dicks. Yes. Why did you grab your dick as I said that? I didn't know. Let the let the let the camera show.
1: <laughs> the camera show that I was wiping my leg. You uh, went straight for my dick.
0: I think Super Mario Wonder has a stronger argument for this category.
1: But I I argue with that. It's the same exact Mario we've had since the Wii, and the, all they did was add a couple of new like mushrooms or a couple new abilities, and that's about it.
0: They added some of uh, the multiplayer stuff, doesn't really matter, but in this category. But um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about it's just another side scrolling Mario at this point. I honestly, I feel like this category is between Hi Fi Rush and Lies of P. I'm leaning towards Lies of P because of recency bias, and people seem to really fucking love that game. I need to go back to it.
1: Yeah, and as much as I like Alan Wake 2, I feel like just because of the whole debacle with the frame rate and the fact that it was only on Epic, or still currently still on only Epic.
0: On, and You know what? Because I was at Target the other day, and I was like, oh, I want I want to see an Alan Wake 2 box. And then I remembered they weren't doing a physical release, and I was like, that is really fucking stupid.
1: And someone said they should have, I think it was like uh, the old, an old exec from like Sony or Nintendo was like, oh, they should have done a physical release, and it's like, they did this. Oh. <laughs> they did the Dave Chappelle where they. Turned... Oh, he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want to think high. F... I mean, I would want High Fi Rush won by a great. I think Lies of P
0: is the. I think that's the front runner. Just it's recency bias, and that's what everyone's playing. I don't. I think hi Rush really gets hurt in a lot of its categories just because it came out
1: so like early, ten in the months
0: ago. Ten yeah. months ago, yeah. Uh, best narrative. And this is for Outstanding Storytelling and Narrative Development in a Game. First of all, I love that Alan Wake 2 was nominated for so many games. For so many, I think Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 were the highest yeah. nominated, which I love because I thought it was going to seriously be awesome. Which I think right behind it then is... Spider-Man. Spider-Man,
1: then behind that's probably uh, two, like the two Nintendo games. And then behind which, that is Hi-Fi
0: Rush. Which, honestly, Zelda did not get nominated as much as I thought it was going
1: to. Oh, I thought for sure it was going to blow up just as much as Baldur's Gate and uh alan Wake 2 did so but i'm glad it didn't either because we'll get there we'll get there
0: best narrative uh we have alan Wake 2 baldur's gate 3 cyberpunk 2077 final fantasy 16 and spider-man 2 more i'm sorry Mar- marvels Spider-Man, spider-man 2 uh
1: so this is where it starts to get a little tough because obviously baldur's gate 3 is fantastic
0: Fantastic, but the narrative is different for everybody. So right. I don't know if you can make the argument. You can't there. really make that argument very well. And again, for outstanding storytelling and narrative development. So, I mean, you're developing the narrative as you go. Right. So, I mean, it's obnoxious to have this argument about it. I can kind of see it winning. I still, I want to play Alan Wake, too. I'm going to get it on Epic. I'm going to suck. I'm going to put on my big girl panties. and I'm going to buy I Alan Wake, I get that and by it. I'm going to hike it up. Uh, if Cyberpunk Two Thousand Seventy Seven wins this category, there will be riots in the street.
1: If it does, I will sell my left nut.
0: <laughs> you could just sell it now. You don't have to wait.
1: <laughs> no, I'll wait because I have to. If, once I have a kid, I'll sell it.
0: There's a, yeah, there's a market for it. Josh. Right, you can I'll, you know. I'll make a hundred grand
1: off my left nut.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go Baldur's Gate Three on this one. <sighs> I I honestly think uh, Alan Wake Two is gonna get banshees of Ennis Sharon like be the, one of the most highly nominated things of the night and then not win not anything.
1: anything. Yeah, I can see that. It's, well, it's still too fresh. And it's only on the whole digital situation. Is stupid. Don't get me started.
0: It really limits who can play your game. It really
1: does, especially the whole, I mean, Epic alone. is Like, dude, you've...
0: Review codes alone. Like, how many people actually are rocking the Epic Game Store who review games, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll go put that in. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've... All the games are reviewed. I reviewed, I think steam. any of the codes have been epic. No, all of them have been Steam. Yeah. So uh, there was another game that did that earlier this year. I forget what it was.
1: I see. I another
0: game I have yet to play.
1: I definitely don't see Spider Man doing. Spider Man. I mean, it's good, but it's. Excuse me. Same with Final Fantasy XVI. I enjoyed it.
0: I, I still need to go back and
1: finish it. I never finished it, but. I don't know. I'm torn
0: on this because I just think back to Baldur's Gate three, and the thing that's still fresh in my mind is the opening scenario with like the refugees, yeah, and you solving that with the troll, the trolls, or I'm sorry, the the not the gnomes, the little guy, gremlins. They're not gremlins. gremlins goblins, goblins, the goblin camp. It's ten thirty at night. I need everybody to calm down. I
1: I think I'm gonna agree with Baldur's Gate three, just because technically everybody can have their own unique. Experience. So that just to me is like, well, that's not only just being able to tell your own story, but also replayability is there because you can always switch it up.
0: Right. Um best game direction. This is always a weird category because we're not, you know, fuck this one. We're not doing this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the same nominees as game of the year. It's like, why Why bother? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? this? Uh oh. Let's do Best Adaptation. That's a fun one. This is for... Oh, it just kicked me out. But Recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts the video game to another entertainment medium. You have Castlevania Nocturne, Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Bra- Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal.
1: I'm going to throw one thing out there. Why the fuck is Gran Turismo on
0: here? <laughs> that is... It was a little light, a little light in the category this year.
1: So I'm taking that off immediately. There's no way that wins anything. I'm going Last of Us. I oh. I'm gonna go Castlevania.
0: You wait a minute. I thought you did not go the way you thought I was. You were going to go.
1: Which do you think I was gonna
0: go? I thought you were gonna go Super Mario Brothers movie. Fuck no.
1: I'm gonna go Castlevania. Yeah, it's that not. That shit's so not, good though. It's not
0: kids voting. I I do think it's gonna be Last of Us. Okay, so you go last of us, so I'll go Castlevania.
1: I mean, have you seen
0: uh I, the original Castlevania, I saw the pilot for that and that looked really good.
1: So I I haven't seen this new uh, the, the Nocturne one, but I've seen all the uh the uh past seasons of the you know the show that they had. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And I keep seeing the trailers for Nocturne, and I'm like, God ah, damn, that actually looks really good and I want to watch it, but I don't have Netflix.
0: <laughs> uh I saw Kotaku in action bitching about
1: it. The vampires—they're all black.
0: I don't know. That's you know. That's what, probably it. Honestly, you—you're—you're—you're know you're, you're joking, but that's probably one. That's pretty close. Are you sure you didn't make that post? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I, no, it wasn't me. It's so woke. It's so woke.
0: Uh, most anticipated game, and then we'll do game of the year. Okay. Uh, recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Keep that in mind as I read these. Mm. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth.
2: Mm-hmm. Hades II. Mm-hmm.
0: Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Outlaws. Tekken 8. Again, these are illustrated potential to push the gaming medium
1: forward, not backwards. Forward. There's only two games on that list that I can even think. I'm going Hades Two. I was thinking either Hades Two or Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Going Hades. I'm going to go rebirth. <laughs> I'm going to go rebirth.
0: All right. Last category for us. We're not doing all these. We're, we're not doing all these guys. Come on. Come on. We did that last year, and you know how long we were here for?
1: Uh, it was like a four hour recording, wasn't it? Uh,
0: kind of. Game of the Year. Yeah, that's right. I looked at the camera very menacingly recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. The nominees. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda 2, The Kingdom. I was so close to guessing all these, by the way. I was one off.
1: I was uh, one off as well.
0: I did not have Resident Evil 4 in here.
1: I didn't have Mario on here.
0: And I had so I had Resident Evil on this and I had Hi Fi Rush on here.
1: I don't remember what I had instead of Mario. I, I didn't honestly uh, you I probably had
0: sh- you probably had sex with Hitler on there.
1: Sucks with Hitler 3D.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, um somebody did you see in the last episode someone posted a comment on the YouTube video and mentioned that there is a, oh, I forget what the game was. Oh, the little Nicky Game Boy Advance game has a mini game where you stick a pineapple up Hitler's ass. And so I told that person, he just, and, did you just Andy Dwyer into our camera? I did. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, we, we need to emulate that game so we can see.
1: It's a Game Boy
0: Advance or Game Boy Color game. I forget what it is. It Game Boy Color. It has to be. We need to play that.
1: I'm going to. Show that pineapple so far up to their ass.
0: But before you do that, (laughs) I need you to pick a game of the year. I already picked it. These are heavy hitters. If this goes to Spider-Man 2, that is everything wrong with the world. Yes. Because Ubisoft needs to stop working on these Marvel games and get back to making Resistance and trying new things like uh, Songs of the Deep, which wasn't a hit, but it it was an okay game.
1: Let's be honest right now. I'm I'm tired of these AAA companies coming in here and taking all these awards.
0: Tired of them taking our jobs.
1: You know who deserves it more than anybody on that list?
0: I think I know what you. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want you to tell me because I don't want to. I don't want it to sway me. Neither Nintendo game is winning. No, fuck them. Zelda had its day in the sun back in 2017. Tears of the Kingdom is just a Breath of the Wild reskin, but Minecraft.
1: Well, it's basically every other sports game. They removed one feature and added a new one.
0: Please, if I turn that into a clip, you're in trouble, Dude, sir.
1: That's going to be my next meme. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so on the count of three, you know, I'll say mine. I'm going Baldur's Gate. I'm three. going
1: Baldur's Gate 3 as well.
0: Okay. My my number two would be Alan Wake
1: 2. So I agree with what you said earlier. Alan Wake 2 is definitely going to just be the most nominated, and it's, it's going to get a churn. It's not going to get you know, anything. Which is okay, because it shows that it was still a powerful contender. It's
0: just an honor to be nominated.
1: Not only that, but the most... I mean, you said tied for most nominations?
0: I'm pretty sure Alan Wake and Baldur's Gate are tied for the most.
1: I just... With it being so new, and with it being all digital, I think that has constrained it so much to... It's stuck to be a nomination.
0: What I think will happen is that they won't win anything, and then Control 2 will come out in like two or three years fucking sweep everybody i can see fucking sweep it i can see that and uh, the game awards will get to the get to where the oscars are to where uh oh hey martin scorsese we didn't give we you didn't win for you didn't win for the this great movie back in the 90s oh shit the departed okay you win you fucking win that's That's what the oh remedy you alan wake 2 was amazing sorry we didn't give it to you here it is for control 2 but that, thats not to take away from Control Two. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing game. I still need to play Control One. I do as well. That should be—that should be a game that we play together. But so yeah, I think we're going to go both go Baldur's Gate Three here. Game Awards are the seventh. Yes. Oh, I have an improv show that. Why do I always have a fucking improv show during the Game Awards? <laughs> do you
1: want me to record it for you? Do you have a? How would you record it? Don't you? Don't worry about that. Trade secrets. <laughs>
0: What's the, uh, what's the line from the hangover where they're talking about, uh, Mike Tyson's friend. My, don't worry about Milo. <laughs> like his friend that got eaten by the oh, tire yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. So those are the, not, those are our picks folks. Uh, check back in a few weeks and we'll see what's going on there. A few quick news beats here, uh, that Josh wasn't kind enough to list out for me. So I'm going to remember off the top of my head, Steam
1: Deck OLED got an, oh out. shit. Yeah. I forgot to add that on there. Sorry. that's
0: fine. Uh, we're not getting it. I'm holding out for Steam Deck 2.
1: He's still holding my Steam Deck hostage. I'm
0: holding his Steam Deck in my hand right now. I have your Steam Deck in that, my hands.
1: Uh, on your crotch then, because I don't see your hands. <laughs> That's what are I you, call it. Are you diddling my Steam Deck? I'm not diddling your Steam Deck. Go Steam diddle your own kids. I am going to
0: miss it, because I, I like playing Tetris.
1: What, what did you just say? <laughs> I said go diddle your own kids. Oh,
0: Jesus. I'm not leaving that in the episode. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, uh, Boy, the whole we have to start over the whole episode now. You know that, right? But fuck that. You better get going. <laughs> um, yeah, OLED came out. I'm waiting for Steam Deck too. Uh, what else was there?
1: The PlayStation Portable thing has surprisingly been selling out. You know what its nickname right now? The Dad Controller.
0: <laughs> the Dad. Because yeah, your kids can watch cartoons while you're playing on it. That's cool. Uh,
1: I still just can't believe it, though. Like I'm, I'm not saying that it's not well-deserved. Obviously, people want it, but I'm just like... I looked at it, and I was like, I have a phone that can do it, and a PS5 controller I can chuck up to my phone, and if not, I can just play it on my Steam Deck, same way. Oh, I
0: forgot that Bluey video game's coming out soon. Uh, let's see. Other news. Fortnite leak reveals skins for Invincible, Omni-Man, and Adam Eve. I am getting those. I'll get all three of those. I think I have... Uh, my V buck allowance will be enough for me to afford that. Uh, let's see here. Were there any other big hits for you, Josh, this week?
1: Mortal Kombat has another shitty uh, fatality come out.
0: Oh, was it the Thanksgiving one? Yep. It's like the people are calling it the worst.
1: Yeah, behind the Halloween one.
0: <laughs> what was so the Halloween one? What was that? Like your face just turned into a pumpkin and they smashed it? Uh,
1: so remember the Halloween three? The one the weird Halloween movie yeah, that did have Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. So it was basically like that, like they, your head turned, like you basically threw their head into a pumpkin. You bash it and threw it up and kicked it against the door and then uh, maggots and shit were coming out of it. It was stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and the fact that you have to buy it to, I mean, I'm sorry, you've hit a new low when you're paying four and I'm assuming it's four nine, I am assuming its 4 i do not know what the price is, but you're hitting a all time low. You're paying four ninety nine for a single fatality. Go don't, buy go buy your golden horse armor off of Oblivion while you're
0: at it. Are they still doing... Because didn't they do in Mortal Kombat where they gave you a token? You could pay for a token to just do fatalities and not have to put in the codes.
1: I think so. but I don't Which
0: know. is just crazy to me. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. No, not bad news. I'm on Polygon seeing if there was any news I missed. And there's an opinion piece here that I totally agree with, but I should have written it. Everyone slept on Quantum Break, but you don't have to. Quantum Break was amazing. I
1: actually bought it the other day, or I think was like a couple months ago, and said I was going to play it, and never did.
0: <laughs> Quantum Break is amazing. Quantum, Quantum Break walked so Control could run.
1: If I'm remembering right, I think I got like four missions into it. And I think what happened with me to stop playing it was the stupid episodes in between because I didn't want to miss could, any
0: plot. You could skip, it was just side characters. But still, really I mean, them.
1: there's plot to it. I don't want to know what's going on.
0: I think. The game controlled really, really well, and it's so fun, and it moves so fast, but fucking the final boss is ass. I'll say that. Little finger? Little finger? Little finger? (laughs) Bad boss fight. Uh, So real quick, before we get out of here, we got a few emails. Uh, Let's answer them, and then we can get out of here.
1: Oh, we got to get the meme, too. Oh, meme.
0: Hey, you got a meme for me? Meme time.
1: Oh, I sure do. This is my... Guys, I don't know if you noticed, this past couple of weeks, I've been uh, on fire. I've been making them because...
0: keep has memeing.
1: <sighs> I'm sorry. They're just not that good. I've looked, and I've tried to find stuff relevant to what we're talking about, and it's not good. But for, for those who uh, can see it on the screen, Nick will put it I'll somewhere here. Put it up in post. Uh, so it's the uh, Simpsons episode where they're on the cruise, and you see a bunch of the characters in a circle betting against two monkeys fighting on the top of it says bring dead nintendo a loyalist at any game awards and in the middle of the two monkeys fighting with knives i have the latest zelda game and the latest mario game
0: i was surprised you made i was like this is a high quality
1: shit post josh yeah good good job thank Joshua. you good job. i was i was probably originally i had modern, modern warfare and legend of zelda in there mm. and uh no i'm sorry no i uh, Modern Warfare 3, and I had the King Kong game, and I was like, the... Uh, People arguing over Worst which, Game of the Year. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, no, I want to do something better. I was like, <laughs> and I looked it up, and apparently every time there is a Zelda up, there's always a Mario that's up.
0: Yeah, they pretty, they've been pretty close yeah. the last
1: few. So I was like, oh, that around. is so fucking perfect, because that's basically... I mean that's the truth, though. Like They're going to be like, oh, it should be one or the other. It's like, I don't care about anything else, because I love Nintendo. Like, dude, get... Get an bah. Xbox or PS5 and get the fuck out of here with Nintendo. Bah. Yeah.
0: Bah. Uh, okay. Let's do some quick listener emails. I got a small handful here. Uh, Asked some people to send them in. And some people delivered. Not all of you. You know who you are. We're disappointed. Disappointed. All right. So from Ronald in Springfield, biggest lesson learned from the podcast? I don't think we've had that question before.
1: Hmm. It takes a lot of time. Mm. Mm. I mean, think about it. We're a hundred episodes in. Obviously you spend the most time in this because you edit the shit after.
0: I think I, I think I have two and that that's part of one of them. I think one is that everyone that does a fucking podcast is faking it. Yes. Like you can see, like, I, I don't know. Like there's just so many people that like are just faking some aspect of their podcast or like, a show that you really like that you think is very popular isn't as popular as you think it is. Cause I've seen, I've started like looking at like, and, and you know, games media is kind of a mess right now. And I looking at like, kind of <laughs> looking at those ones I thought were really popular. And then like kind of seeing that, like they don't really have anything around them and like, Oh, the only thing they have is their name that they're going off yeah. of. And they don't really have that, that foundation or that footing. And so just kind of having that, having that wool pulled off my eyes, like, oh, everyone's struggling out here to get, to get the numbers. Everyone's fucking phoning the numbers in. And then the other thing, like you said, it's time. It's a lot of time. Um, and, you know, knowing that it's not going to be perfect. It like, never is. There are times where I have you guys all send your voice tracks in, and I'm like, oh, these are shit. And I just end up using the one single track from the OBS recording. And just knowing, like, when you're doing the EQ, it's not going to be perfect. Everyone's going to have different sound qualities coming. Like, no, we're, not,
1: we're not a quality studio. We don't have the same equipment. We don't have – we're not all in one spot.
0: Yeah, but then you also have to remember some people are listening on, like, $2 headphones they got from the airport. That's also true. <laughs> and no matter what you do, you're going to sound like shit in that I mean, no matter there.
1: what, 60% of them are wearing AirPods. So as long as you get that 60%, you're Gucci
0: and they're almost about to get hit by a bus, but they can't hear it because they've got their AirPods in. Uh, Next question from Terry in Kirkwood. Hey, another local person. Uh, I don't know what Springfield Ronald is from, but if you want to give us your address, Ronald, next time, let us know.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'll put it out there live so people can mess with you. Terry
0: in Kirkwood wants to know, the Noms are out for Game of the Year. Or I'm sorry, the Noms are out for the Game Awards. Any snubs in any of the categories? Uh, I think Hi-Fi Rush should have gotten Game of the Year. Like, nominated. Okay, so I,
1: I, yeah, I think other than the Nintendo games, Nintendo games pull that shit off. It's the same shit every year, guys. Well, at least this one is.
0: Well, Nintendo, like, you can't do it and not have something for Nintendo.
1: Okay, you could have picked something. Any of. Pikmin 4.
0: Pikmin 4 was. You know what? I think Secret, like, looking at Zelda, Pikmin 4, Mario, Advance Wars came out. I believe there was a Fire Emblem this year. Nintendo's, had, Nintendo's had a busy fucking year. They have,
1: but let's face it. Mario is the same side-scrolling Mario we've had since we.
0: But it's the second best reviewed side-scrolling Mario of all time. I I could give a shit
1: at that point. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying. I know. And then Tears of the Kingdom, like you said, it's reskin.
0: You know, I'm honestly surprised Tears of the Kingdom wasn't nominated for more. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was deserved. I don't think it was robbed. I'm just surprised that it wasn't like people like just ruling
1: to get I just, it nominated. I don't I don't think it's a worth game of the year. I think for sure, uh, like a Pikmin or... A, I'll even take the Fire Emblem. I'll even take the Advance Wars reboot.
0: Don't play footsies with me while you're answering questions. Did I, did I kick you? You, me. Oh, you played footsies with me. Other than that, I'm surprised of P didn't get more nominations.
1: Yeah, I thought Liza P should have gotten a couple more too. Uh, it,
0: people were very, very I'm hip on surprised. it. I'm uh,
1: surprised Armored Core didn't get anything for their sounds or... Uh, Voice acting.
0: Well, no, so Those weird, like, category... Well, the categories are always weird between the action and the action-adventure. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think this is a pretty... It's a strong year. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, the Game Awards are rigged. There are people out there who think Hogwarts Legacy should be up for Game of the Year.
1: <laughs> the same people who watch <laughs> Harry Potter every fucking Halloween.
0: Oh, they're right up there with Disney adults. So fucking obnoxious.
1: It's so annoying. Well, oh, I'm gonna go watch Harry Potter. Well, you gonna stick that one up your ass? Who gives <laughs> a shit? I,
0: again, and I think I said this. It was either before the show, like fandom. No, I said this when we were talking about the Marvels. Like fandoms can be toxic. And I think, I think it gets to a point where if you like something too much, it becomes the the yeah, the, the positive toxic positivity becomes a becomes a thing that's why that character is still so endearing to me because she's like a fan of them. But again, I haven't seen the movie, so maybe I'm part of the problem, but she doesn't seem like she like it. Like if Captain Marvel were to blow someone's head off, I don't think she'd still be sitting there like, Oh,
1: Captain Marvel. I I just, I I look at Harry Potter and people who are like, Oh, okay. So you're going to get those people like, well, all these guys like Marvel, the difference between Marvel and Harry Potter is Harry Potter is following around a 15 year old boy. Who's, Basically going through puberty as he's you know, he's running through all these different girls and he's horny as hell and he ends up fighting a bald dude with so no nose. I'm starting
0: to think you didn't watch the same Harry Potter I did when we were growing up. <laughs> I mean No, it's it's the people that are like, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yes. Or it's the same with Star Wars, it's like, oh Ray Skywalker, really? It's <laughs> like shut up. Shut up. I mean, yeah. Get, I, get in the fucking locker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the people who are trying to argue that uh, the new Hunger Games is going to be great. No, it's the same damn thing. It looks it's fine. It looks well, fine. I'm just, Emma, it's like, they're like, oh, it's going to be fantastic. No, It's the same. It's the same. Fuck. We already know what's going to happen. I'm just it throwing really, it out there. I
0: know. It still looks fine. No, it looks good. I still want to see of people it. People are doom and gloom. My foot is really hurting from earlier. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. I didn't. I don't I might have the gout. Uh let's just move on to the next email before you upset me about yes, the continue. movies you your hitting. Yes, continue, go ahead. Wes from Harrisburg wants to know what's the hardest part about reviewing games. We both were we were both write video games reviews.
1: <sighs> Try I, not to just completely shit on the terrible ones.
0: That is hard cuz you can I it's getting easier because I feel like I can find a nugget of good in something. And I think that goes back to, you know, wanting to find positivity in this negative world. I think the hardest part is just, you know, creating that thesis at the beginning. And so yeah. for example, uh, thirsty suitors review, it's a, it's a game that has cooking elements. And I was like, Oh, I'll work that into my review somehow. Fucking can't because I work cooking elements into my Dune spice wars review. <laughs> Because I was like, ha, 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 Spice, get it." Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Jesus. That's and now, like, I'm looking back and like, "You fucking asshole! You fucking." Could have saved that. You, I could have fucking saved that for a review that deserved it.
1: I, f- I mean, so like, like I said earlier with Savant, I absolutely loved it. Like, there was not a moment in the game that made me go, "This is stupid." Like, don't get me wrong. I got frustrated playing hard mode at first because I always play the hardest difficulty. So, like, there's moments where I was like, "Whatever," I enjoyed every second of it though. Where with like Hellboy. It was hard to keep my attention, and I'm like, okay, I have to play this long enough to be able to like justify a review. Like, I'm not gonna play it ten minutes and go, oh, "This is the worst game of my life," and I refunded it.
0: Unless it's Remnant too. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I, so the, the the thing is, how, like, if it's a game I really like, cause I'll I'll be very positive. But like, okay, I need to say something bad. I need to. I need yeah, I have to least I need like, to bring it back. You got. You
1: have to have the sandwich method. Yeah. Positive. Oh, either way, so like one, positive or negative, but the opposite, in the middle, the meaty stuff, and then back to a positive or negative, whatever
0: it was. But also, if I can't find something super bad, I'm not going to fucking be like, uh, the pause menu looks like a dick. I'm not going to go out <laughs> of my, I don't. You're not going to find that one. Like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go digging for it. No, I
1: usually it's, and for me it's like. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll just like try to pull something where I'm like, I wish they would have done this a little better or have more direction here, but it's not a bad thing. It's just maybe there's a spot they could have spent maybe another hour
0: on. Josh was reviewing Mario, and he was like, where's Link at? <laughs> there's <laughs> not enough Link in this game. <laughs> this is
1: not my Link.
0: <laughs> not my Link. Uh, biggest disappointment of the year, Frank from St. Louis. Hey, local boy, Frank from St. Louis. Biggest disappointment of the year. Could be a game, could be anything.
1: Protocol. Yeah, that one hurt. Um I hurt so bad. I don't I can't. Was that this year? Uh, the DLC was this year. I think the game was technically last
0: year though. So I think mine was players getting taken off a of Paramount Plus. I can't remember if that was this year or late last year.
1: On the ver financially recover from Clisto Protocol. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they it could have been so good. they really they really set
1: Stage. my whole thing is you founded a new studio you didn't like the way your game went and you said fuck it i'm leaving again what the fuck
0: what the fuck do you think is gonna happen when you do this again guy
1: you founded this new studio you founded it are you a founder and you left
0: oh i just thought of what my other disappointment is super meat boy forever because that was it depressing came, too it came out on steam this year yeah that one hurt uh, last email, last email, and then we can get out of here. Josh can drive home. Drunk, my bed. Drunk off his Coke Zeroes. Yes, my airheads. Them. A
1: little over. It. No, I'm keeping the airheads here. You can have them. Ooh.
0: Uh, something you hope to do in the next 100 episodes of Smashing Game Time? Asked Tom from San Francisco.
1: Have a more grand up 100 episode. You know what I mean? Like, like this was good, like being live. But I'm hoping in episode 200 we have, like, multiple guests.
0: Bro. Bro. Are you saying this whole episode is not any good?
1: No. no, no.
2: Well,
0: I'm just fucking with you. I God don't care. It. I don't care. Good episode, bad episode. I'm putting it out. Um, yeah, more guests. Um,
1: There's a lot more content, I would say, for
0: sure, too. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Jake has been gone for a little bit. Jake had to step away for uh, some personal time, a.k.a. playing Brawlhalla while we're recording. Yeah. Uh, which what's different he was doing that while he was in the room with us
1: <laughs> uh, he was retired when he was with us he's back he in was, the game
0: jake's a brawlhalla junkie um yeah more guests uh having the guest on i would love to have the guest do game of the year yes i think we're trying to launch the website here soon i think having the website will help with that as well uh i eventually want to do a patreon that seems to be the route make a little bit of money here okay. there
1: I mean, even if it's just, like, a little bit just to be able to benefit, or not benefit us, but, like. Pay for a camera. more Better equipment so you guys can see our ugly faces better. Yeah, pay
0: for some new lighting, pay for a camera. I think that'd be dope. Uh, I just don't want to do a shitty Patreon where, like, I've seen one where someone was, like, and I'm not going to say the person's name because I respect them, but it's a bad Patreon. Uh, They send you a Spotify soundtrack that they made, or a Spotify playlist that they made them.
1: That sounds awful.
0: And that's like the key thing. But you know what? They still make a couple thousand off of that Patreon.
1: Guys, I will send you pictures of my feet. I'm not afraid to take pictures of my feet.
0: They're okay feet. I'm looking at them right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, more guests. I want to do more interviews. We actually have more interviews coming up, but I'll save, save those for the runoff at the end of the show. Uh, pfft. More and more desks like this, and maybe that could be like a patron thing where we get together once a month and do a desk episode. That's like a little more chill. We're not, we're not sitting on the desk like. No, like I think candles. we
1: like we do like an Eric Andre show where we like destroy the desk and a new one comes up. Motherfucker, we're not
0: destroying this desk. This is a nice desk.
1: <laughs> we'll destroy it and get you a better one.
0: No, stop it, stop it. This was free and it was nice, so it's double nice. Um, what else do I want to do? more cameras like this camera right here is a loner from the library until we get our own cuz we look like shit on webcams i want to do more in person i'd like to get out to like a video game store in st louis that would be cool so if any if any local video game stores are listening and they want to welcome us into their store to record an episode we would come do it hell i'd work behind the counter
1: for an hour <laughs> i'll suck your dick for an hour no <laughs> he will not <laughs> He will not. Oh, uh, you're gonna hear the whole time. Is, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> he will not do that, son of a bitch. Jesus.
1: Wow. That's We're what not... he'll say.
0: Jeez. <laughs> I hate you so much right now.
1: Oh, it's so worth it. Um.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's the show. I'm closing this laptop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh,
1: hey, everybody. Ooh.
0: You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. You can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Night. Not that I'm doing much over there right now, but keep an eye. You never know when I might get that itch. Uh, you can also find my reviews on Game Chronicles, uh, Thirsty Suitors, and Slay the Princess. are My latest two bangers in a row. I don't often get that. No, it's very rare. Uh, my next one, I did the preview for Last Train Home, and now I'm doing the review for it. So I'm just like, Ugh. but that will be coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. Josh, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me at OnlyFans at I'm Josh. I'm just joking. You can find me anywhere, really, at I'm Josh Thing. Uh, I also write uh, articles or game reviews for uh, Game Chronicles. I'll have Web of Weird and Savant Ascent Remix uh, shortly.
0: Oh, boy. Remember that's W-Y-R-D.
1: Yeah, it's very weird.
0: It's very Very wired. Uh, Hey, we are a Trident Network podcast, but this is actually our last episode with the Trident Network. Uh, We've decided to spread our little baby bird wings and go independent. Uh, We just decided it was time. We wanted to do our own thing. We appreciate our time with the Trident Network. We appreciate all the folks that we've worked with over there, all of our sibling podcasts that we've pitched to you uh, when we can remember their names. Uh, Still go check them out. We still love them. We'll still support them. But we, uh, as the song says, and I might be butchering the lyrics here, you can go your own way. And we're going to do that. Uh, I think with the website and hitting 100 episodes here, it's the perfect time to go our own way. Uh, I want to get more involved, getting some gaming videos up of us playing, like doing some weird series stuff. Uh, maybe a Baldur's Gate? No, that's that's a lot. Of, that's a Baldur's Gate three series is a big. I mean, it sounds
1: like a, a XCOM situation, and I don't want to go through that again. Where where
0: I just kill all you kill my everybody, variables.
1: and then I'm going, God damn it.
0: But we'll find some series, and you know, as the website starts to go, we'll start getting some of our own reviews up there. Uh, I still want to write for Game Chronicles, but I would like to have our own website because I would love to do our own reviews. Um, Because I've seen uh, I've seen other sites like get review codes, and I'm like, you have the readership for that,
1: (laughs) and uh, they don't. (laughs) I mean, it can't be be that hard for some of the like. Obviously, the AAA. I, I I tried getting on Capcom's team and. They told me to go fuck off. So,
0: you know, I hear what's harder is actually some of the, the some of the indies are harder to get a review copy. Really, because I mean,
1: literally, I remember like thinking to myself, I really want Resident Evil Four, and the only way Mark's going to give it to me is if I have a VR headset for the PS Five. Didn't do that. So, it's like, no, I want to reach out to Capcom just to see, and I, I I messaged them. I sent my stuff in, and I didn't get fuck you, but I might as well have. What'd they say? Go fuck yourself. Did they really say no? What did they say? They said, unfortunately, we are at capacity for uh, content reviewers. Please try again later.
0: Well, it's because everybody wants to be a content reviewer. It's the easiest thing in the world. I Every- know.
1: Everybody... I just want a free copy of Resident Evil 4 Remake at the time. I'm going to be blatantly honest there.
0: Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat. Who knows where it's at? Um, but, yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Trident. <laughs> Motherfucker. Thank you, Trident. Uh, We appreciate you guys. I'm surprised anybody even wanted us back in the day because we were a completely different show when we started. Oh, yes, we were. We covered every game in the year of that year. We did every game in 2000, all the way up to 2009, I believe.
1: God, that was such an awful idea. We're definitely going to have to go back and touch those up.
0: Touch those up a little bit. And um, we got some exciting stuff coming up. We got an interview with the... uh, least one of the devs over there at black tabby games creators of slay the princess uh also an interview coming up with team ugly over the holidays the creators of ugly some games i had the opportunity to play that i really dug and just wanted to pick the brains of the folks behind them Uh, so keep an eye out for those a game of the year we haven't decided on the week that we're recording or the week it'll it'll be the week of christmas when it comes out but we got to sit down and figure out a recording schedule for that. Got to figure out our categories. Uh, so, hey, it's gonna be a busy next few weeks here for Smashing Game Time. Yeah, yay! Let's just do all. Let's do all of the Game of the Year stuff in person. Then we don't have to have a third person here with us. We've obviously this episode is almost two hours long, so That's we can fine. we can obviously argue in person together.
1: That's fine. Just maybe not this late. <laughs> maybe not this late.
0: All right, hey, this has been Smashing Game Time. I hope you had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you. Next time.